Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to another episode of Secret Artists. Finally, someone has had the guts to do a podcast. It's me, Annie McGrath, and this week I'm joined by Olaf Falafel, comedian, artist and author who is known for his brilliant illustrations and award-winning jokes. Olaf um, chose for us to paint a row of bourbons set against a blue and white dotted tablecloth. We always post a photo of our muse on Instagram at secretartpod so you can paint along whilst listening. Or just eat biscuits, depending on what your vibe is. It was interesting speaking to Olaf as he's actually been teaching art to kids throughout lockdown on his web series Art Club. So definitely give that a watch if you have children or are a child. On this episode, we chat about painting, animation, teaching, TikTok, biscuits and lots more. Bon appétit! Olaf Falafel is a fantastic, surrealist comedian, author and illustrator. His comedy has been described by the Scotsman as quirkily eccentric and by the Evening Standard as absurdity so well-crafted that silly doesn't do it justice. He was awarded Dave's Funniest Joke of the Fringe at the Edinburgh Festival last year. And I guess given that the Fringe isn't happening this year, that you're the sort of reigning Rollover. Yeah, yeah, double win for you. Jesus in a row. Olaf has written and illustrated four children's books. Yeah. I, I mean, I've, I've done I've, my research, but then I just was unsure whether it, it is well, four, I, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, no, it is four, but I'm working on two at the moment, so it feels like more, but yeah, it's oh, four. Oh, great. Um, and then during lockdown, Olaf has created a weekly web series for kids called Art Club, where he teaches viewers how to draw and paint different things, sloths' faces, for example. It's cut together with jokes, fun animations, and it's very silly. Um, I know Olaf is an excellent artist, so I'm very excited about having you on the podcast. It's great to be here. Good, good, um, nice, fun, nice bit of fun. Rather yeah. than telling other people to do art and stuff, I'm doing it with someone else, which is nice. Yeah, so how have you found doing the web series? The first one was great, and I put a load of effort into it, mm-hmm. and then I kind of sat back and it was great. People were watching. I think I had... 400 people watching live so they go live at 11am on a Monday but then mm-hmm. they stay up forever so if you want to watch it live you can kind of be on this like live chat with me and it's, it's basically just kids saying you're so good at drawing how are you good at drawing <laughs> and I'm like you too can be good at drawing just practice um but then that it sounds online. like nicer feedback than adults tend to give <laughs> on chat yeah. forums online yeah I don't get many I, the one thing that I did get was some adult who follows me on Twitter, he decided to join in on the live chat 
and it's all mm. kids on this live chat, a lot of them using their parents' YouTube handles. But this one guy who was clearly a grown-up just came on the live chat to slag off my setup. He was like, what mic are you using? You should be uh, <laughs> using a better mic than that. He goes, I'd invest in some lighting. <laughs> and this was my first one, and I had That's my... actually Stuart, our producer, who was <laughs> <It> probably <laughs> was, yeah, trolling me about my yeah. tech setup. But it is quite ramshackle, but I did invest in a big round light because I've heard my, my girls told me that's what YouTubers have. It makes their eyes go bright. So I've got one of those. Um, God, I'm yeah, amazed the first... they know that. How old? They're sort of 11 and 9, are they? 11 and 9, yeah. yeah. But, oh God. You know, it's, they're just so much more grown up than I ever was with things like that. Although I have found, as we've been going up the park quite a bit, they're not quite as rough and tumble as I was because I was always getting into like scrapes and falling over and grazing my knee and just they like one minor graze and they're like oh this is the worst thing in the world oh, really? I was up the hospital every other week with like stitches or yeah yeah they, they know about tech stuff but they don't know how to take a good punch <laughs> <laughs> well yeah they are young girls not <laughs> yeah older I suppose men, but... But no, the, the first one was a lot of hard work and I kind of sat back and sort of reaped the rewards and then I realised, it dawned on me, you, you said you'd do this every week. I was like, oh no. Yeah, you've shot and yourself in the foot making it a weekly it, show. Yeah, and it's tough. It's tough. It's tough to keep up the, uh, the momentum and keep it fun and different each time. So, um, and it's a, it is hard work because I, I film it on a Friday and mm -hmm. I spend Saturday and Sunday editing it. And then if I've written a silly song or if I've done like some animation, that always has to be done somehow, somehow squeezed in. So, yeah. yeah Good fun, though. It's great. I love it. Um, so I think it can be for adults as well as kids. Mm. Well, the parents quite like it because they kind of shove their kids in front of it and go off and do stuff for... Although it's a half-hour episode, I squeeze in, like, five different things. Like, this week we did a drawing of a robotic otter, uh, <laughs> obviously. Our always tend to feature an artist mm -hmm. in the show. So we do, like, a one-minute artist bit where I do, like, a little animation that kind of does a really quick biography. And it was Barbara Hepworth, the sculptor. Oh, nice. Uh, you I'm did not a Magritte as well. Didn't you do a Magritte? Yeah, did a, the, um, did a Magritte. Apple. Yeah, apple the apple, the, the son of man, and but I yeah. changed it. So I did a version where I put a rubber duck and then I kind of challenged the kids who could make it more surreal and people were putting in a lot of, got a lot of poop icons, uh, underpants, <laughs> bananas, teapots and all sorts of really funny ones. The kids were great. That, that's yeah. the one thing I found is that their imaginations are just like brilliant. Um, and they, That's great that you've made it so interactive as well. Yeah, I try and do it so you don't have to follow. I'm only, I always say that I'm only giving like an example of what you could do. And in fact, it's even better if you kind of personalize it or make it unique. I do like a two part mm. drawing. So the robotic otter, we started that at the beginning of the show and then we finish it off at the end. And I always try yeah. in that two part drawing to put a speech bubble in. And I think my, mine was holding an atomic corn on the cob. Um, and I said, yours can be kind of brandishing any kind of weapon. And mine said, uh, open wide and eat your veg. It's like a little kind of, almost like a threatening kind of villain saying. Yeah. And I always encourage them to put in whatever they want theirs to be saying and you get so many funny ones. That's that's the best bit for me, is seeing all of their ones with 
how they've changed it and how they've personalized it yeah and do, do your fun. kids sort of help or do they inspire you in terms of oh yeah, yeah. All, all the all the time they, they come up with stupid ideas i'm like oh it's it's when yesterday I thought, oh it's wednesday what, what am i going to do for this friday's two-part drawing and they're like uh i think one of them suggested a pirate I was like, yeah, the pirate needs to be stupid. What kind of pirate? And they're like, a pirate parrot. I went, yeah, that sounds good. Kind of rhymes. So I'm, this week, I think I'm doing a pirate parrot with an irate carrot, like an angry <laughs> carrot and a pirate parrot, just because it's stupid. Perfect. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they helped with that. And they, they, I kind of get the kids who are watching it to comment on the YouTube with jokes. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them are like, really old jokes that I've heard but you get some really good ones I think <laughs> do you say that uh, may I've heard that before that's a bit hack I, I can't say that but if I if I hear the why did the baker have brown fingers because he needed a poo if I hear that one more time oh, every, yeah. every I must get that suggested about 10 times every week I mean it's a great joke and I kind of set I set myself up, I, I think, really, because I, I feature three jokes and I do a little animation to go with them and I kind of say the joke as well as... I think the first week I had, what's brown and knocks on your bedroom window at night? A poo on stilts. <laughs> Have you ever had a kid who's done something that you think is objectively better than what you've done? Yeah. <laughs> All the time, pretty much every episode, there's a kid who will do something, and I'll be like, I should have done that. Like, why but, is this um, shit? And it ends with you having <laughs> a breakdown and them having to reassure you. I've added quite a bit of white into mine. I've I, I yeah. got the brown straight out, and it's like, wow, that's not Bourbon brown. Um, oh, you've got your well, brown, have you? I should have. Actually, I think I've got brown paint, but I never I've think to use I've, it. I've got a couple of browns. I, yeah, you can mix. I remember in when I was in art school, you used to. Mix your reds and your greens. I've got oh, yeah, that's good. Three, three browns there. One of them's quite a sludgy green, raw umber. My raw umber looks more like a snail's shell. <laughs> I've kind of done I... a bit of a mixture of all of my browns and then added some white. Nice. Well, I've actually mixed my that. own brown. I'm actually uh! quite, quite happy with the colour of that. You did a brilliant painting for my exhibition before Christmas when we did the yeah. Art by Comedians exhibition. Yours was one that of my favourites. Really, oh, thank you. That was a really great exhibition you put on. You did, I mean, the amount of uh, brilliant comedians you got involved to do some art and then also the amount of great PR you got. But no, I, I really enjoyed it. Thank you for Yeah, it was asking fun. Me. And also, yeah, so many good comedians, but also who are actually genuinely good at art. I think yeah. beforehand people were like, oh, is it going to be shit? Like, no, people are actually really good <laughs> at painting and drawing and sculpture yeah anyway yours was the what was it called prize it was winning. called M- mr onion and his prize winning graham and it was basically uh a guy i don't know whether his name was graham or not but i just he looked like a graham and he was a farmer or not a farmer he was like one of these amateur vegetable growers and he'd got a prize winning onion in like a local village fate or something and he was proudly holding it up and I'd taken that and taken the onion out of his hands and swapped the onion with his head. So it looked like uh, an onion person had grown himself a prize-winning Graham. Hence, Mr. Onion and his prize-winning Graham. And it was, it was kind of stupid, but... 
but it was stupid but it was also beautifully painted (laughs) i i i I listened to your podcast with alex horn yesterday actually as i was kind of i knew i'd be coming on so I, i listened to his one and his painting that was in your exhibition was probably the one that I regret not buying because I really liked it. I think he described it as being a bit, you know, or a bit uh, not very good. I really it was, liked but it. But it was everyone, fried... that, that was what was interesting about people think that comedians are like super confident and resilient. But when it came to the exhibition, everyone was so anxious about having their work on display. Um, but his painting, yeah, it was brilliant. The Full English Breakfast. Um, yeah, with the, the actual cutlery. It was actually another comedian, Steve Hall, who bought his in the end. So oh, uh, no. you just there are nowhere to go to, to steal it. Nick from. it, yeah. Have you approached the shadows of the Bourbons yet? No, I'm literally just blocking in the flat colour at the moment, trying to get that looking good. And then I think once I've got that somewhere near, I'll. Um, oh, lovely. That's kind of where I'm at. But yeah, I've not done any background yet. Much more oh, systematic uh, than I've been, just splodging paint I, in is, random places. This is quite a quite a geometric thing, so I, I want it to be. There's my my printout underneath. I've, mm. I've printed out the photograph underneath. Hmm. I feel like with the shadow, it's one of those image tricks, you know, where you see where you have the color next to it. Oh yeah, and it's actually green or something like that. It turns out that yeah. you, your eye thinks it's like a dark brown, but actually it's. Yeah, it's, it's not like as red a or mind something. trick. Yeah, I always try. You, that's one of the things I always try and look for what the actual color is, rather than what your eye is trying to trick you into saying it is. Because you think, oh, it's a brown yeah. biscuit; it should be brown. But hang on a minute, it's actually mine. Actually, looks quite blue, so I'll probably use some blue in it. Mm. But um, I really want a bourbon. If only you were. If only there was no lockdown and we were doing oh. this in person. I've got three packets. Yeah, hope. What I'm hoping to do as well is make a little video. I like to make lots of silly videos online as mm. well. Of uh, I don't quite know what it's going to be yet, but I think it's going to be me using these bourbons, setting them up like it's a domino rally type thing, where I line them all up and then knock the first one over, and then they all go like that. But I'm the idea that I've got in my mind is that. I can somehow make it. Do you remember in Scooby Doo when they'd run along a hallway and it'd be the same objects going past? Yeah, it'd be like yeah. A really long hallway. I've, I've got this idea of lining up all these bourbon biscuits, knocking over the first one, and then watching them all kind of topple into each other, but get it to a point where I can cut and loop it so it goes on forever. So it almost yeah. looks like I've just got a line of board. I don't know whether I can do that or not, whether it's, you know, kind of give the game away but I did I did a good um video like four or five years ago it was on Brighton Beach and it was kind of a clickbaity type one I'd got my I videoed my feet walking along the pebbles on Brighton Beach mm. and it, the, the video lasted for about 15 seconds but I'd managed to get it so it could loop perfectly and you couldn't see it was when you play a video on I think it was on vine at the time or Twitter, oh. but it, it completely looped and i i think i i put it up with the headline is you'll never guess what i see when i get there and it never gets there because it just is my feet walking on the beach looping and the amount of people who sat the amount of people who sat and watched it forever and, until they realized that i was kind of conning them 
So that's kind of what I want to do with this, is just have the bourbons toppling over forever. Mm, like a metaphor for lockdown. For life, yeah. For life. Vine was a great medium. What's happened to that? Is TikTok the new Vine? TikTok is the new Vine. My kids are into TikTok big time. Um, I feel like I I'm too of, old. Are you? Are you, are you I'm on it. it. I'm on it. <laughs> uh, to kind of mixed success. I had one. It's with all of these things, you never know what's going to go viral or what's going to the people are going to like. Weirdly, my my one kind of viral on TikTok was in Brighton again, and I'd been thinking it was a it was kind of more to do with a stand up routine, and it was to do with if brunch is the meal between breakfast and lunch, mm -hmm. what would you call a meal between breakfast and brunch? Br brunch. And then what would you call a meal between breakfast and br-brunch? Br-br-brunch. And then what would you call a meal? And basically I then cut it with, there's like a, a bit of a meme that the kids love, which is yeah. the Spongebob kind of 2,000 years later, where they, oh, right. the Spongebob, they'd have that come up. So it said 2,000 years later, and it was just me going br-br-br-br-br-br-br-br-br-br-br-br-br-br-br-br-br-br-br-br-br-br-br-br-br-br-br-br-br-br-br-br-br-br-br-br-br-br-br-br-br-br-br-br-br-br-br-br-br-br-
Although my youngest didn't know what the C word was. I taught my youngest the C word <laughs> during the lockdown. So, you know, good parenting. Um, sort of defeats I, the point of the uh, swear jar <laughs> if you have to then go through all the swear words. And explain them all, yeah. yeah. But I, I, I just think it's better to know oh, what, um, what, what they are rather than kind of shield them and think that everything's all kind of sunshine and roses. Do you think either of them want to do anything creative in terms of their career? Are they into comedy uh, or art? Or are you hoping I mean, they do medicine? It's one of those things. I, I don't really care what they do. It's all so happy, which is, sounds quite cliche, but I mean, literally, I wouldn't push them into anything. But I think they are because we've, we're both quite arty. Mm-hmm. We've, we've kind of exposed them to that as a viable option for something to do so i wouldn't be surprised and i wouldn't yeah. discourage but whatever the, my youngest wants to be i mean it changes all the time i think she she says she wants to be a, a unicornologist <laughs> yeah uh i don't know what my oldest wants to be wouldn't surprise me at all if they wanted to do something quite arty you know what i'm gonna go and start doing my my background sod it um i've really <laughs> fucked my background <laughs> sorry oh. swear jar swear jar no the fuck i think we we did all of the what so says fuck fuck fucking fucked um we did all of the kind of derivatives of the f word as well they're all 50ps oh, we're trying to work out whether bloody what's your what's your opinion on bloody is bloody a swear word i don't think it is not really my other half thought it was as bad as shit I, mean, for, I think it's me, used more casually, isn't it, than sh- shit? Yeah. It's one of those words as well that has a, another proper meaning that you can viably yeah, say it. And... That's true. That Ooh. Um, I'm trying to do my background now. It's, that's not the right blue. Um, I, I, it's a really difficult blue to get because it's very pale but also quite purpley. warm. Yeah. Glad. I keep going too cold with it. I think I had a bit of this pink to it. I wonder whether that will help. Um, do you have much art around the house? Do you own any art? Um, there's a there's a big painting that my other half did that's behind me, which is the backdrop for Art Club. Um, oh, nice. So, yeah, whenever you watch that, there's a big kind of red and yellowy kind of building painting that she did when she went to Italy. When she was at school, they went on a trip to Florence that and then uh oh yeah there's loads of loads of art around the house mainly mainly stuff the kids have drawn and i've drawn i've got a wall it's got a load of album covers that i've drawn show you do you want to see that yeah i'd love to i'll quickly move this projector screen out of the way there you go so i've got all of these whoa very cool they're quite different in style to your paintings those drawings well, they're, they're black and white, um, probably a bit more illustration, right? I, I used ink uh, brush pens yeah. to do those, which I, a lot of my kids' books, I use those. I need a bigger brush for this. Sorry, I'm doing my background. and Yeah, background is very, very difficult. Yeah. And I sort of started trying to do the spots as they are, but then I've just done them a bit more randomly because I lost patience. Yeah, this background colour is not good, but I think we'll... Um... What's your favourite medium, Olaf? 
Um, that's the scene. <laughs> I did Is like, it? Yeah. I, I did, um, I used to use, so when my eldest was born, mm-hmm. some, well, that's looking a bit nicer. When my eldest was born, someone bought her like a plasticine set. And if you know plasticine, it's really quite tough. And so I started using it and I found it, it kind of, it was really nostalgic, the smell of it. And I started making almost like portraits using plasticine. So flat on the ground. And I got, I started making portraits of the crap Star Wars characters that no one remembers. So everyone remembers like the famous ones like Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker. The Phantom Menace. There's a load of, yeah, there's a load of really rubbish characters that are only in it for like five seconds before they get an arm chopped off and then, or they blow up in a spaceship. So I thought, oh, it'd be really cool to, (laughs) I say really cool, (laughs) Uh, to make these kind of Z-list Star Wars characters that no one normally, and I made them out of plasticine and it kind of went a bit viral before viral. So this was a bit bit about 10 years ago, but like the Guardian featured it. Oh, nice. uh, Yeah, I was going to say, I bet there's a massive market for that sort of, quite niche quite geeky yeah it, it, i think that was it. it was the fact it was very niche and very geeky it's the kind of thing that nowadays people would absolutely lap up yeah in fact i should just do it again pretend i've just done it um what did you sell them quite nice yeah i made i made them into little books and i did a little story for each of the characters sort of complaining uh bemoaning the fact that they never made it big whilst r2d2 is like or chewbacca or like household names they kind of never made it big so i i did like a a spread on a a little book on one half it had the plasticine portrait and then on the other half it had like a little quote from them sort of saying how hard done by they've been or what they've been up to ever since star wars so they're like washed out bums type thing uh, or alcoholics and or they've got like running successful but I try to reimagine what their lives are like after Star Wars and yeah I, I was selling those I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Do you have a favourite artist, Olaf? I like loads of different artists. I really like Peter Blake. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. The sort of English pop art. And I guess this is kind of in a way that it's kind of taking a, I guess it's a bit pop art, really, isn't it? Painting a pork mm. and biscuit and arranging it in a row. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he used to do a lot. He 
he obviously did the Beatles, uh, Sergeant Pepper's cover, but his paintings he did I really like, where he would do like a portrait of someone wearing badges and mm. do the little badges and do the little slogans on them. And yeah, just kind of like, they're, they're almost like illustrations. Yeah. But it's painting. And I like, kind of, I guess I was always a bit into 60s stuff when I was at college and he kind of appealed to me but I like we went to see the Hockney exhibition like ages ago and I really liked all of his iPad stuff and I kind of yeah he does stuff. amazing stuff digitally as well as his paintings yeah. doesn't he the last thing well, we went to well, I do quite a lot of as well as doing kids illustration I do quite a lot of um live illustration so if it tends to be a lot for drug companies <laughs> If they're having like a a conference somewhere and it's all quite dry and boring, they like these places like to get an artist in to take visual notes. So I'll right. have like quite often I'll have like a big wall by where the speakers are if it's like a, an all week a conference that lasts for a week, mm-hmm. and I will throughout the course of the week m- create a mural based on the stuff that they're all talking about. But I did one in November in Berlin mm-hmm. and it coincided with half terms. So I thought, oh, I could, uh, at the end of it, I could tag in a little kind of break and get the kids and my other half out to Berlin. So we did that and we went to a, went to quite a nice little art. We, we are quite, sounds all quite quaint and poncy and middle class, but um, I do counterbalance it by living in Luton. So um, <laughs> I thought it yeah, we su- went super trendy, actually, going to Berlin yeah, well, we, to do some live illustrations and yeah I did so I did that and then at the end of it the, the the family come over and we had the weekend there and we went to this exhibition that was it was a Picasso being compared to a German artist and it, the whole thing was they showed they had loads of different Picasso works and they showed them they displayed them alongside this German artist whose name I can't remember shamefully but it was quite cool to see how he was a more contemporary artist so he was like I think it was like the from the 90s up to now and mm-hmm. it was just showing how he'd been influenced by Picasso and it's quite fun and the kids cool. you know they're, they're kind of into it they this some of the stuff they're a bit like oh this is boring dad and I'm like just look at the culture <laughs> absorb it so did you go to art college I did but I dropped out <laughs> which I got one did you job. go to I went to North Oxfordshire School of Art Oh, very nice. I stayed for two years. And then it was during the summer holiday, I got a work experience job at a graphic design studio in St Albans. And they basically got to the end of the summer holidays and they realised how bloody great I was and offered me a job. (laughs) That's amazing. Uh, And I had to kind of weigh up, do I finish the course and get myself into another I can't remember how much debt it was but or do I go and start earning it wasn't much money at mm-hmm. all when I look back on it but but I mean, rare better. to get offered a creative job like that especially before graduating yeah so I, I kind of made the decision you know what I'll what as much as I enjoy being a student I think I need to earn some money so I did that and I kind of I regret it in a way, but I think I'd like to go back at some point, perhaps do like something a bit more fine art, 
rather than yeah uh, um rather than graphic design although i've always been sort of doing design and illustration that sort of thing since i've worked in advertising agencies and i've always been in that kind of area i've never really done that much fine art and painting like this i don't do it as much as i should i've watched better call saul no. I've been watching. Yeah, I've been watching Breaking Bad whilst painting recently because I've never seen yeah. it, so I'm ten years behind everyone else. But um, <laughs> I do Actually sometimes dark. when it gets too like dark and violent. I do think my paintings are actually getting darker. Oh god! And some of them are commissioned, so I've had to sort of pause it and you know brighten up. <laughs> that's just reminded dark. me. Actually, that's that's just reminded me of. Um... My youngest, they 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 were kind of painting the trees, and it's quite a big park near us. Mm-hmm. And they were painting the trees and the sky and like the daisies on the grass and that sort of thing. And then my youngest just painted. She got the blacks out. I went, what what do you need black for? Don't shouldn't you start with the love? It was almost like that fast show sketch. Do you know the one? Yeah. She started painting a a black sea with a stormy black sky and then some lightning bolts. And I kind of said to her. You're not in a good mood, are you? She went, no. Sort of thing. If she did it at school, they'd call you guys they, in. They call, meeting. yeah. Or, yeah, they'd probably call social Have services right in. At home. <laughs> yeah. And who yeah. is this giant figure here? Yeah. yeah I'm... So, would you recommend Better Call Saul? Because I'm nearly at the end of series four of Breaking Bad. And I've yeah, I, I like Better Call Saul. I do. I think he's, one, he's a really good character. Yeah. Um, and. Yeah, it's just it's it's kind of one of those things where it's a bit different, but kind of similar. I actually enjoy it more than Breaking Bad. I think. Oh really? But I've, yeah, I think so. Interesting. So talking to the kids again, we all watched the U.S. Office. Oh yeah. I was a massive massive fan of The Office, mm-hmm. and I'd watched the U.S. Office whilst I was, I, I think I kind of I think there's about ten twelve seasons of it. And I think whilst I was doing one of my kids' books, I went through all of it. I, I know I went through Peep Show with my first kids' book. So I, whilst I'm doing like the, the 32 pages that make up a kids' book, I can kind of go through a pretty healthy box set just in the background, almost con- not properly concentrating, not properly taking it all in. And I went through Peep Show with my first book, and I did the whole US office, might have been two books that but then I thought oh you know what it's quite family friendly I'll see if the kids like it and they loved it oh really yeah it got to the point where it was like a treat dad can we watch an office dad can we watch an office and they're they're not 30 minute episodes they're like because of the ad breaks and everything they're only about 24 25 minutes Mm. so it gets to the end of one another another it's almost like and the, the characters in it are just so great but that's another one sorry to get back to Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul, it's almost like sacrilege to say it, but it's another one of those ones where I think US Office, in its own way, is kind of a bit better than The Office. Yeah, a lot of people, people do say people, that. I'm, I'm on the fence. but um... People would string me up for it, but I do. I, I, for me now, it's also got that kind of sentimentality because I've watched it with my kids, and for Father's Day last year, they bought me a Office T-shirt with all of the characters on. <laughs> oh, God, that must <laughs> be so nice when you realise they have the same sense of humour or at least appreciate the same sort of things. Yeah, 
I think I'm sort of getting there with the Bourbons. <laughs> well, getting there as in it's terrible, but I don't think there's that much more I can do. That's kind of where I'm at. It's kind of That's basic. Great. I need to butt up my... I've got no dots on mine. I've got no Bourbon pattern. I'm kind of literally just blocked it all in. I probably, if I was doing this like normally, not on a podcast, I'd probably spend twice as long now. You've really getting... nailed the Bourbons, actually, especially the chocolate icingy bit the chocolate in the middle. Filling. Yeah, I've done yeah. it on that one. I'm not perhaps quite as happy with some of them, but... Really good. I... Yeah. This is what I've done. Wow. Oh, my God. See, that, that is good. It's much that looser really than yours. <laughs> it is much looser, but I like it for that. And what I, like I mean by looser is worse. No, it's much more expressive, I think. I think expressive rather than mine's a bit more cold and and Germanic, whereas yours is a bit more passionate and Mediterranean. Oh, thank you. Going back to the <laughs> There you go. That that's the that and that's the real biscuitology. <laughs> <laughs> Romanticism or modernism? Modernism. Straight lines or curves? Straight lines. Portrait or landscape? Portrait. Broccoli or cauliflower? <laughs> uh, cauliflower. Because my other half does a really nice cauliflower and chickpea curry. Ah, your name, chickpea. Yeah. Oil or watercolour? Watercolour. Bourbons or custard creams? Bourbons. Looking at art alone or with others? Ooh. Hmm. I'd say alone, but I've had lots of nice trips with the fam. He's worried about getting uh, abuse afterwards, aren't he? Yeah. (laughs) Are films art? Are films art, definitely. Yeah. Hummus or falafel? (laughs) Falafel. Can you separate the art from the artist? Oh, that's good. You can if you stick googly eyes on him. (laughs) Tortured artist or rational astronaut? Ah, rational astronaut. Talk about or think about art? Oh, do it. Do art. Um, uh, Talk about or think about art. Do art is a good answer. Have another. I prefer do art. Yeah, do art. Look at a painting close up or further away. Hmm. Further away. Private view or view of privates. <laughs> uh, view of privates. <laughs> painting from life, landscape, or still life. Still life. Art or tech. Ooh, mine, because a lot of my art is a bit techy. Oh, I'd say probably a bit both. Art or books? Again, both for you, probably. Yeah. Books is the bread, art is the jam. (laughs) What's the butter? The butter is uh, money. I don't know. (laughs) Which brings me on to my next question. Art or food? Food. (laughs) Is what you do art? I I think it is. And that's all that matters. I think it is, too. Uh, First kiss? Uh... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in the cinema. <laughs> no more. And finally, dicks or pussies? Hmm. From an art point of view, I think dicks. 
from uh, what I want to stick mine in, pussies. <laughs> uh, the perfect ending you know to a very otherwise family-friendly podcast. <laughs> so now we review each other's work and we're going to give each other a grade for commitment, technique and final overall grade. So I'm going to start with yours. It's absolutely beautiful. Um, you've perfectly got the colour of the, uh, what's it called? Tablecloth. And you've got all five biscuits, unlike mine, which only has four. The angle of the bourbons is perfect. The decreasing size as the perspective draws them away, you've nailed. I love, as I said before, the middle bit of the sandwich of the bourbon. Um, so technique, I'm going to give you an A star because I can't fault your technique at all. <laughs> Commitment, I can't see uh, one uh, single polka dot on that tablecloth. So no. I'm afraid you, you are losing marks on that, but that's it really. So an A for commitment. Um, and overall grade, it's a high A, so it's bringing you up to an A star overall. <laughs> Oh, thank you very much. Well, I don't think they do that anymore. I think it's a 10. What are the <laughs> Whatever. Um, yeah, it's brilliant. I love it. And oh, I love the ambition of the fact well, that you're going to stay up all night to work on it. I am. I mean, yours, I, I'm not blowing smoke up your ass when I say I love it. Can I you do. see it's it? It's like, yeah. And I love the fact that you've just gone in there and you've just done it as you see it. And you've not... I've kind of worried about being precise with mine and wanted because I'm quite meticulous. And you've just thought, right, I, this feels a lot more from the heart, whereas mine feels a lot more from the head. And so I'm going to give yours, I'll give it an A. Or, oh, thank you. It is a bit of a weird one. I didn't know what to pick, whether to pick a. I wanted to do something that was a bit more modernist and a bit more kind of pop arty, but have a silly kind of. It was great. It was conceptual, but also yeah. be beautifully staged and composed <laughs> so i'm hoping yeah i'm hoping when it's finished it'll uh it'll have a kind of a modernism yeah I, I'm, I'm, like i said i'm doing a i'm doing a, a time lapse so I'll, I'll send you that as well so oh yeah great thank you so much for listening hope you enjoyed the episode if you did then please give us a lovely review and if you want to see mine and olaf's paintings then follow us on instagram and twitter at secret art pod Check out Olaf's website and social media for more of his work. He's at, at OFalafel on Twitter and at OLAFFalafel on Instagram. No idea what his real name is. I have a website for my paintings, which is amagra.art. I'm also selling some limited edition prints and Christmas cards. What? It's October and she's already talking about Christmas. Yeah, deal with it. All right, have a lovely week. See you next time. Goodbye. Secret Artists is a Turtle Canyon comedy production for Acast. Music by Alistair Clayton. Quickfire Round music by Steve Dunn. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. 
Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.